Imagine listening to this podcast in your new Metricon home. Metricon offers great home designs and quality with the added confidence of a lifetime structural guarantee. Metricon, Australia's number one home builder. New South Wales Contractors Licence 174699C. T's and C's apply. Go back to work like a boss. Buy Blunston's for a chance to win 150k. Breakfast with Gary Lyon and Tim Watson. Welcome back to our program. Uh, last hour, well, it's been a big program, Wispy, so far. You've been sharp. I want you to be at your sharpest now because we're about to speak to the coach of the GWS Giants in on the back of their most disappointing season, I think. Under him, he would, uh, this is no news to him, 10th position on the ladder, eight wins and nine losses is not what we expect from the talent uh, pool that is at the Giants, and particularly not after you've played in grand finals and prelims and been yeah, relatively, well, successful for a new franchise, I think, beyond anyone's expectations in lots of ways. So, Leon, Cameron, uh, it's a big year ahead. Welcome to the program. G'day, Gary. Tim, how are you? Nice to talk to you for 2021. Uh, how have you got through this post-COVID-2020? sort of You've come into the season. You've got a whole plan in place. I don't know if it's been interrupted up there to the degree that it has been down here, but how's it all tracking? Yeah, tracking really well, Gary. And, uh, you know, we, we reviewed this season last year, um, clearly, I'm disappointed with what happened, but uh, our pre-season has been really strong. Um, you know, probably about 41, 42 on the track. Um, the guys have clearly got a point to prove from um, the year that's just gone. Um, you know, and all the indicators are that, you know, we're looking forward to the season proper. Did you get that sense straight away? I mean, uh, I suppose I don't expect you to say anything else, but do you get a, f- a sense when the group walk in for the first time that, you know, they were less than satisfied and disappointed and maybe even, not humiliated, but a bit embarrassed with their where they finished last year? Yeah, I think, uh, I mean, the review tell the story. I mean, we reviewed all areas, which, you know, all good clubs do when you've you know, had a um, not a great year. But, uh, yeah, I mean, Josh Kelly, he stood, you know, come straight in. He's he's run a, you know, a PB and his 2K hasn't done that for three or four years. Now, that's probably from injury. Stephen Cornelio, Callum Ward, who wants to bounce back from, you know, last couple of years of injury. So, a lot of those guys have really led the charge and, um, you know, we're really impressed with, you know, all, their, all the stuff they're doing out on the track. Leon, uh, we know the Jesse Hogan story really well. How's he tracking at the moment there? Yeah, really well, uh, Tim. Look, he's he's played 50 games in the last four years, so uh, we're also mindful that he hasn't played a lot of footy. Um, the really pleasing part about Jesse's pre-season, he trains every Monday, Friday in terms of on leg. So two times a week, he's probably punching out you know, probably 12 to 13 Ks uh, on each of those days, and uh, which is really pleasing. His foot and his body's in really, really good nick. He's in a good place. Um, in terms of connecting with our, our group, um, you know, it's getting better and better every session. Um, there's four young tools that are, you know, vying for probably two or three spots. So uh, spots are competitive, and he's, he's one of those guys who's, who's putting up his hand. Are you saying that he's not a walk-up start to fill one of those positions? He's going to have to compete for it? Yeah, I think a lot of players. I think that was uh, part when we came back. A lot of guys probably took a backward step last year and um, we really threw the challenge out to everyone. Um, who wants to step up and, and be a part of that uh, you know, round, that early part of the season? And, uh, and that's from our midfield to our backs to our forward line. It's not just our key forwards. And uh, a lot of these guys are, uh, are going toe-to-toe, which is... You know, probably uh, we probably hadn't had for the for the last couple of years because the side had been pretty settled. We're just back on Jesse. What is what do you got in plan in sort of in mind for him from a planning point of view? Like 
He can variously play full forward, centre half forward. He can be the high half forward. He can go into the middle. I've seen him, you know, go into centre bounces and 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 be a, a clearance player. And there are some that would want to tell you that he can play half back. So where, where have you got him slotted? Jack of all trades, yeah. uh, Gary. Um, look, yeah, look, he's got a really good um, football brain, and um, he sees the game really, really well. Um, and he's uh, some of the education. Uh, edits, but equally out in the field, how he's helping some of our younger players has been fantastic. Um, I see him playing forward, uh, and that's not to say he can't have a little stint here and there up around the footy because uh, he's got a really good running power. Um, yeah. And no doubt uh, you know, there was some talk about him back last year. Uh, we haven't trialled that yet. Um, we've really honed in on his forward craft, and that's from up high because he can get off his man with his work rate, but equally he, he can get in behind them as well. Um, and take a really good contested mark deep. But um, we probably see that and maybe a little stand up the ground. And there's no better way you talk about competition for spots. So you've got competition there. You're going to have competition through the middle of the ground. And we saw that last year for whatever reason with your captain having to um, sit out a game or two. Um, that sends a pretty clear message. Has that been addressed as a group? Did you have to address that? I know you will have addressed it with Stephen uh, as your captain. Your relationship's really important. But what about from the group's point of view? No, we didn't have to address it as a group. Uh, clearly, myself and Stephen you know, had some really good chats about it after the season um, and it was really good, honest chats about you know, form and, and, and probably the amount of things that he probably took on as the captain in his first year. And it was a real learning year, but they were really good, honest conversations. But he's had a terrific pre-season. And clearly, you know, he's got a steely resolve and he wants to bounce back and show the footy world you know, what he's capable of, and along with a lot of our other players. And, uh, you know, what I'm seeing on the track is, is first class from him. Leon, did he have an Amazon camera crew following him last season? Yeah, he did. Yeah, um, they, they uh, we were one of the six clubs that Amazon followed, uh, followed Stephen uh, and followed some of our other um, staff members around um, to capture some of the vision. No doubt it's going to come up in the next three or four weeks. We've seen little bits of that. Do you think that affected him in any way? It's hard to say, Tim. Um, look, it's if you sit down, and you put everything on the on the plate and say, uh, "What would, did you get right? What would you get wrong?" Um, that's for me as well as mm. a coach. Um, there's no doubt you discuss how, how did we handle hubs, how did we handle Amazon, how did we handle um, you know the extra pressure, how did we handle injuries again, and some we probably got right and some we didn't uh, clearly because our performance was inconsistent. So it's probably thrown in the mix, but. In saying that, there's probably going to be some pretty good vision come out in a few yeah. weeks' time. Did you find it intrusive in any way, though? Oh, yeah, no doubt. Um, having someone follow you around, I mean, to capture that sort of raw emotion and vision uh, in a footy club was, as we all know, behind closed doors um, is phenomenal. And mm. uh, and uh, when it comes out, no doubt the six clubs that have been uh, handpicked uh, last year, there's going to be some, um, some gripping viewing. Yeah, as a coach... You you continue, I would imagine you continue to evolve and you work out styles and what's important to you. Do you think you've got to change in any way in terms of how you approach this group? You've been there for a few years now. You know the players from a messaging point of view. I mean, have you had to think about that over the off season? Yeah, I did, Gary. Uh, I've probably started to think about it the last couple of years because same message can be you know can be boring at times or, or too much messaging from the senior coach can be in your face and uh and it mightn't be getting through at times but um i mean clearly this year you you look at it even more because of where we finished yeah. um probably the one thing 
uh, I took away from the hubs is probably I probably talked a little bit too much footy, um, and that's a natural tendency for coaches to talk footy when you're in the face of your players, and that may have affected our performances. So I I acknowledge that. Um, probably just taking a backward step. Um, you know, we can micromanage things because we want everything to be perfect, um, and taking a backward step and allowing. You know, Mark McVeigh and Steve Johnson and Amon Buchanan run a lot of uh, our pre-season stuff. So you look at those sort of things and, you know, you feel as though that um, you're going to have a, an impact by other guys having a, a far greater say. Talking to Leon Cameron, the coach of GWS, it's been reported that Lockie Whitfield has been missing training through a bruised liver. What can you tell us about this injury? I mean, it's an unusual uh, injury that he's suffered and when he's going to be back doing full training and recommence his AFL career. Yeah, look, it was really unusual. I mean, Lockie's so brave, playing a bit of match play, and uh, he's just backed in the pack. And then um, he was a bit sore around the ribs, and we scanned him the next day when he was uh, a little bit sore after that, and we found that he had a bruised uh, a bruised liver, which is the first time I've ever heard of it. Mm. And um, and so then, then you go, okay, well, how is his health? How is he going to be? Um, what could be the time out of the game? Um, and so I think that the big thing with Lockie is that uh, he's uh, taken probably about six or seven days to to initially um, probably get over the, the, the hit, and he's probably not going to play for the next four or five weeks. Now, I can't say whether he can, he's going to be ready for round one yet because uh, the doctors and the specialists need to see him week by week and just to see how that bruise on his liver is actually mending. And um, he's in a really good spot the last three or four days, but... He could take some really good steps forward in a couple of weeks, but he also could take a couple of steps back. So it's a little unknown. He will not be playing in any of the pre-season games, but Lockie's fitness base does allow him to step back into our program pretty quickly. So he'll be able to run, but he just won't be able to have contact? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. So he probably starts, he might start running within, you know, a week, week and a half. That'll determine from the specialist. Mm. Um, And he can do his weights and all that sort of stuff. But the, the final tick off will be clearly the contact. Tim's got man love for Braden Proust. He has for about four, five years, uh, Leon's. Ke- keeps telling me that he's underplayed, he's underappreciated. Um, he thinks he discovered him. Is that excited when he found his way up there to the Giants? Can you just give him a personal one-on-one update so that he can go into the rest of the year happy? Yeah, well, I'll, I'll firstly give you the good news, uh, Tim. Um, he's had a, a wonderful pre-season, an outstanding pre-season, and he's made a massive impact, and... Uh, we probably underestimated even when we took him. Um, he's 208 centimetres, 112 kilos, and, and just gone about it in a, in, a, in a wonderful way that you want your big ruckman to go about it. Him and Matthew Flynn have had a really good ding-dong battle. But... Uh, unfortunately, <laughs> on Monday... Oh, no. oh, <laughs> unfortunately, no. on Monday... His face has dropped. He's, um, he's, uh, he's just uh, hurt his shoulder a little bit. Oh, and um, so he's seen the specialist today, and... Uh, Hopefully it's not too bad, but, uh, you know, we're going to know more later this afternoon. So, you know, hopefully we've got our fingers crossed and it's, it's not too bad. And it's only a couple of weeks, but uh, we'll have to wait and see. I know you've got a lot on your plate. Can you get Dave Matthews to ring us? Uh, like player sponsors, do you do that still? I'm sure the Giants have individual player sponsors, do they? So you want Tim to sponsor Braden? Is that what you're saying? 100%. Um, Can you talk Garrett? to Dave about, and if Tim doesn't want to pay, I'll buy the sponsorship for Tim because that's how much <laughs> invested he is. 
Tim, you should be supporting the Giants anyway. <laughs> Tim, a membership and a sponsorship at Braden. That'd be fantastic. Yes, You've clearly indeed. asked him to carry too much load. That's why he's, <laughs> uh, his shoulders crumbled under the pressure. <laughs> now, he's been, him and Matthew Flynn have had a wonderful pre-season. And look, we're fingers crossed today, but uh, we'll find out a little bit more later on this afternoon. Hey, Leon, you're also an ambassador for Tackle Your Feelings, which uh, we are ha- so happy to promote. You've got uh, great ambassadors. We've heard Alistair Clarkson speak with Dill Buckley, Neville Jenner, Cara Antonio. How important is it for you guys to invest some time and to understand some of the mental health challenges that uh, not only in footy, but is throughout society? Oh, look, it's enormously uh, important, um, Gary. I mean, just... Uh, just to acknowledge, and uh, you know, it's a, it, look the tackle your feelings program. It's a it's a, it's a free mental health program for all the community coaches and Clarko and myself and Dill Buckley and you know Cara and uh, Nev Jetta with you know doing a wonderful job. Uh, but we're understanding it as well. And it's just that awareness of of seeing the cues and reading the cues and and teaching community coaches, you know, how to pick up on some of these things that people might be going through. And as we all know, I mean, life's not perfect. We all have our ups and downs. And, and when we are down a little bit, um, how do we read the cue to, to pick up someone? And I just think it's a it's a wonderful program. It's you know uh, you know they're spreading right throughout Australia, and uh, you know hopefully more and more t- coaches can um, you know see uh, some great advantage in in, in doing it. Uh, it's great. We've got to continue to educate ourselves. We do here. We spoke to Alexi Pappas yesterday. Uh, this fantastic Greek American athlete. You want to grab and. Get on the podcast and have a listen to some of her stuff. Uh, Tackle Your Feelings. Sign up to your local club via tackleyourfeelings.org.au. You're always great with our program, Leon. We appreciate you jumping on and we wish you well for the year ahead. Thanks, Gary. Thanks, Tim. Leon Cameron uh, joining us there. Uh, A couple of questions have come out of that. We spear that uh, might go with questions without notice, which is coming up after this. But it is an interesting time for him as a coach and you know, uh, this is a talented team. The expectations are that yeah, they would get to perhaps premiership success yep. by now. Um, and there's a lot of talent that's walked out the door again during the off-season too. Yeah, and, and in the, it's tracking the wrong way at the moment. Mm. So they've been to the, the grand final now. It's sort of going the other way. So I don't know. I'd be interested to see where you've got them in your top uh, eight predictions or whether or not you've got them in there at all. Right, and I guess we still have to wait until about round 23 before we find out who you've got in your top eight. Get a new joke, will you, please? (laughs)